1: Hey! Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles, episode 49. Put your number twos in the air. Hey! I hope everyone had a wonderful week um i had a good week nothing crazy happened to me this week thank god no skirt ripped or nothing like that okay praise god um so you know dealing with a little bit of office drama though that he say she say bullshit like i never known that grown women guys can be very very childish and still act like right they're in high school but you know, that's nor here nor there. But I guess that's what happens when you get a whole bunch of women in the office. I just wish, I just wish honestly, that my boss would just hire some guys, some eye candy, something I can look at. My work crush is gone, so I don't have much. I mean, I do have my other little co-worker, but that's about it. But, hey... Who, who am I? Who am I? But, yeah, so I hope everyone had a good week. I hope everyone is ready for the weekend, turn up, have some fun, get some drinks, you know, have a good time. So, let's get into the show. So, damn America, what is happening to the school system? So, black children are being sent home for wearing natural hairstyles. So, I don't know if people seen. Like, the video that has, like, been trending, um, it was one video that was trending with this young man, I think his school was in Florida, and his father took him to the school, it's like a Christian school, and he had dreads, and the dreads were, like, shoulder to his shoulder, and he looked like he had to be maybe six or seven, he was younger. And when his father took him to the school, the school was like, you know, per our policy um, with dress code and grooming, you know, he cannot come to school here. He's not, you know, can't be here unless, you know. do something to his hair and you know the father was like pleading it was just like you know what if I tie it down what if I put it in some braids they just was like you know no you can't you we can't have him here so you know I you know sent it to my girls in a group chat because we you know have a lot of discussions about everything and you know I understood all the points that everyone was bringing um a lot of people you know one of my girlfriends she said you know Uh, like, what is it with them and natural hair? Like, why is it such a thing with natural hair? And, you know, it's just another form of, like, racism. Then the topic came up about, you know, the funding for the school. You know, I'm sure there's a way that we can stop the funding, this, that, and the third. But, you know, it's private school, so um, I'm not sure of how the funding goes for that. But I know when I went to private school, our funding was, like, based off or came from the Osh Diocese of Washington. So, you know, the Osh Diocese provided the funding and things like that. But, you know, kids, you know, get got scholarships, I think, and things like that of that nature. So, you know, we were just trying to say, like, you know, how can the school be punished for these types of, you know, tactics and things that they're doing to the kids? The thing about it is what private schools and private institutions – They do have a set of rules because they do want the kids to look a certain way, groomed a certain way. But nobody said that this young man was not groomed correctly. They just really were concerned about his hair. And the thing that's so crazy to me is that the p the the kids that they're sending home are all the kids that have natural hair so another incident happened in louisiana elementary school where this um young lady was reportedly sent home from school on monday because she wore like a braided hairstyle and the school yet of course is saying that you know she was in violation of the dress code policy so there's like a video that's circling around and this young lady is crying she's like you know of course she's crying more so because she's probably embarrassed it's the first day of school she probably really wants to be in school and most likely she doesn't know what exactly is going on that she's getting put out of school for um so they said the school is called christ the king middle school um And according to, you know, New Orleans CBS, um, of course, you know, the incident took place in Louisiana at the Christ King Elementary School. Um, They say that the school changed their dress code policy in the summer of this year and they did notify the parents of the change of the dress code. And basically, another friend of hers, other girl that also got sent home, I think um, her friend also mentioned that she was experiencing issues to her hairstyle of things like that. So, allegedly, the school didn't let the kids call her parents. I'm not sure of how the parents got there, but I think most likely the school probably called them. Um, This is the thing. Um, They say that... Their dress code states that boys and girls, only the student's natural hair is permitted. So they're saying extension, wigs, hair pieces, or any kind are not allowed. So the policy, of course, like I said, was implemented during the summer and they claimed they were notified of the change. So they claimed that they notified the parents of this change of, you know, what's, different with the school, What's what we're not going to allow this year, what we probably did allow last year, but, you know, things have changed. Um, the thing about it that's crazy is that how do you know whether that was her natural hair? You assume because you saw it in braids that that couldn't have been her natural hair. Natural hair is very long if you know you your parents tame it or if you tame it uh correctly it can grow okay so that could have been her hair that was in braids but you assume because it was a braided hairstyle that she had extension or braids in her hair that's just playing devil's advocate Like, I'm just saying, like, okay, how do we know that that was not her natural hair that was braided up in that very, might might I say, very neat hairstyle? This is the thing also. We're supposed to be making the children feel safe. We're supposed to be making them feel good about themselves. We're supposed to be making them feel like, you know, they are on top of the world. It's the first day of school. We're supposed to be walking them, walking, you know, walking them, like, what the fucking the word I'm trying to say? Having open arms, you know, when it comes to school. You know, we're supposed to be walking them in to the school, making them feel great, especially if they're new to the school, all of that. The thing about it is, this I feel messes with the kids' self esteem and it makes them think that they're not, you know, beautiful enough, probably, or they should be ashamed of their hair, or, you know, why is their hair defining them? And these are things that happen now. Like, just me being a girl that's natural and have my natural hair. You know, I work at a corporate office, I wear my bush, you know, and, you know, I'm very concerned about how my bush is presented and how it looks and how my natural hair looks. You know, this, that, and the third, because society has really not accepted women or even men with natural hair. But in the next breath, you got news anchors and fucking Kardashians and whoever, trying to wear braids, trying to wear fucking dreads, trying to wear fucking fola. But when our children or when we wear it, it's a problem. It's a distraction. It's not in the dress code. It's not the policy. We, they, you know, they need to get sent home. You know, everything changes just around this hairstyle, just around them loving themselves and embracing their natural beauty. And I think... You know, her parents need to pursue a discrimination suit, which they said that they are going to look into. Now, I do know, when we all know, that schools do send things home in the summer. They send a summer reading list. They may send anything that the children may need for the school year. School supply lists, all of that. Now... If we wanna play devil's advocate again, who are we to know that the school did not send this or did send this and the parents could have overlooked it over, you know, didn't think about reading it, just just like, okay, you know, you got this from your school, whatever, because there are, and I'm not trying to put it on the parents, but there are some parents out there that do overlook certain things. And at the end of the day, Whether they overlooked it or not, it's the fact that they made this young lady, beautiful young lady, feel she was humiliated, she was embarrassed, and she probably just didn't understand exactly why, or if she did, she just probably knew like, oh my God, I'm waking up first day of school, my hair looks good, I got my uniform on, you know, she's carrying it back and seeing all her friends that is the mood that she was in she didn't think that she was going to end her day crying and being escorted out the classroom because of her hair so I just wish that we can focus more on what's the real issues focus on the teachers being able to teach properly, focus on our children and them being the feature and letting them know that they are perfect in any shape and form they are perfect in their own skin and that they are beautiful inside and out and I don't think an issue like wearing your hair natural or however you want to wear it should be something that they really deep down inside just continue to focus on so I pray that Uh, things like this can change in the school system, and honestly, fuck that school. Fuck it. Fuck all them white schools, to be honest. We need to build our own institutions. We need to build where our children will see other children that look like them. That's why I love HBCUs. I got to be with my people. I got to experience and learn from other people, different cities, different cultures. So, you know, let's think about that. Let's think about building our institutions for our children. And let's see about how we build our dress code when they want to come up in our shit. How about that? That would be beautiful to do. Great to see. So, let's see it. You know, LeBron got his school going and it's beautiful. Let's get more like that. Let's do that. So, hopefully the girls' parents, they'll get their lawyer together and they'll get all the things properly outlined girlfriend I, I don't know her name the young lady but you are beautiful your hair was beautiful and i say embrace your natural beauty and embrace your natural hair whether it's braids whether it's dreads whether it's your afro whatever the case may be just embrace it so uh let's get so our next damn america topic we have pennsylvania supreme court declares rappers remake of fuck the police doesn't constitute free speech so everybody knows back in the day nwa uh 1988 classic you know to fuck the police song so everybody knows that that was a fucking classic if you've seen the movie about them it was like one of their like number one hits okay like everyone loved that song so it's a rapper jamal knox uh he was he's upholding charges against him um for rapping the lyrics that they claim are threatening to police and highly personalized so on tuesday he goes to court they ruled the song is not protected underneath the first amendment so there's like a youtube video he has out and it's like fuck the police it's a that's the song and his friend and him are like recording this they recorded it back in 2002 they basically saying they're threatening to officers and the officers basically i guess had previously arrested him and his friend on drug on and weapon charges and you know the rappers felt some way about it so they expressed it in song like most artists do they express how they feel you know they express and show you know what happened to them that day or what they've been through in life they go to the pen so, in one of the lyrics, you know, the, the kids or the guys are saying, let's kill these cops because they don't do us no good. Okay. I can see, you know, the killing part, kill the cops. Maybe they could have rephrased it a little bit, you know. But um, he was sentenced to three to six years of imprisonment for his song. And his friend was sentenced to one to three years. So they both were convicted of terroristic threats and um, imitation reports. That's what Pittsburgh. So this is all happening and happened in Pittsburgh. So I think what they did was like they did. They tried to do like a spinoff of the N.W.A. classic, which is Fuck the Police, which you know, didn't receive back in that day the same court ruling that everybody else had. So, um, a lot of people felt like it was okay for, you know, for them to be able to express themselves. So they didn't feel like, you know, it was going to be the same, you know, thing, the same issue that they would be going through. Um, my thing with that is like, when you put the lyrics together, so he rapped, taking money from bees and all that shit away from me. Will your shift over at three? And I'm gonna fuck fuck up where you sleep. That's what he rapped in 2012. Now compared to Ice Cube first in '88, beat the police out of shape. And when I finish, bring the yellow tape to tape off the singing of the slander. Um. can kind of I don't know like the difference between that is a little like take the money from bees and all that shit away from me with your shit over at three I'm gonna fuck you up where you sleep beat the police out of shape when I finish bringing a yellow oh I mean I don't see the difference they basically say they gonna beat the fuck out of you (laughs) like they gonna fuck you up pretty much so I don't see the fucking difference but the difference is though That was in 88. Yes, the police in California were shitty as fuck. But if anything, they just, you know, beat them up. They just, you know, try to frame them. Bush did not make it right at all. But now... They're, like, murdering people. They're shooting them. They're killing them. Like, you know, so I guess that's what they're looking at it as putting the fucking officer in danger and threatening him. But God forbid whatever happened that night or that day that these two young boys got arrested. You know, we're not looking into that. So... I feel like this is their freedom of speech. This is what they want to write. Look, what the fuck? Nobody said anything about fucking Rick Ross when he's saying about putting a fucking pill in a girl's drink. Nobody is accusing him of fucking rape. But since this has to do with the fucking police and shit, now all of a sudden it's a big topic. It's a big thing. Yeah, because the police are always doing shit right now in this t- time of day that they shouldn't be fucking doing. And on top of that, now, you know, we're trying to find a reason to protect the blue and they should be protecting us in every shape and form but they haven't done so so much so i feel like it was their artistic value they were expressing how they felt they were just basically like listen this shit happened to me and my mans this is how i felt that day about that p- police officer i'm gonna express it and it, it to me anything that you express anything that you feel is your freedom of speech that's how you felt So who are we or who is the court system to take that away from them? It's just another way to get two more black men up in the fucking jail system over something petty as this, a song. And then holding the song against them instead of what they really are there for. Um, Even they, you know, said, you know, the chief justice or whatever that, you know, upheld their conviction He stated that the decision of court does not overlook unique history and social environment from the rap aroused. And basically, he wrote, In many instances, lyrics along such lines cannot be reasonable to be understood as a a sincere expression of the singer's intent to engage in real-world violence. But the song performed by Knox and Beasley is of a different nature and quality, he maintained. And I agree with that. Um, Also... The University of Richmond Associate Professor Eric Nelson studies rap lyrics and criminal proceedings, and he claimed rap music has long been a point of contention within the courts, which is very true. Which is very, very, very true. Um, he said that he was disappointed with this decision and he absolutely did not agree with it. And I don't either. I really don't agree with it. I hate it. I hate that now, you know, with everything going on from the NFL protests to police shootings, you know, people are just forgetting that we are people. We are American people. We have feelings. We have thoughts. And these thoughts we think should be expressed with using our First Amendment, which is the freedom of speech. So if I can't give my freedom of speech, hey, this podcast is my freedom of speech. This is what I feel. This is what the fuck I want to say. And, you know, people just don't understand that amendment anymore. That amendment has been, like, twisted and turned around and, you know, gone through so much that people are just not understanding and realizing what it really means and what it upholds and stands for. So... We're going to pray for those two young men. Um, hopefully, while they are, or I don't know if they got convicted. I think they did or um, whatever the case may be. Hey, keep writing. Keep writing. Put that pen to the paper. Do your thoughts. Express how you feel. And I'd rather you express it on paper than, yeah, you know, go out here and actually shoot someone, whatever the case may be, which I think they were not going to do. They just actually just expressed how they felt that night. So, damn America. The school systems are really, you know, coming down on our black children, really, right, you know, taking things to the next level. And also speaking of the school systems, damn America. Miss Betsy DeVos, she thinks that it is okay to make the funding, increase the funding for school systems for that the schools can have... She wants, the, she's considering a plan to let the schools use federal money to buy guns for teachers. This is your secretary of education. This is what she wants to do with the federal money. The minute that a teacher has a gun in the school, that is threatening to my child. Teachers get very sometimes very upset with children because it's always we always know it's always that one badass child so say you get fed up you're not using your right mind sometimes you're not thinking about sending them to detention or whatever the case may be say you grab for your gun say the teacher is not having a good day and they may be going through a mental breakdown Say they want to use their gun instead of what you claim they need the gun for. It's dumb. It's stupid. And it's not protecting our kids. Instead of you realizing what the real issue is, which is the fucking gun laws, maybe, just maybe, you would have some common sense and think about the school safety but no you rather bring the guns into the school just like little bill or little whoever can go out and purchase a gun you want to use federal money for the teachers to be protected hell no 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 america that's not the answer so Damn America to that. Damn America to our children being ridiculed because of their hair. And damn America to young rappers want to have a freedom of speech. But they are not using their freedom of speech the way that you want them to. So damn America to that. So let's get into our rising star. So our rising star is Lortoria Pena. She is a Howard University student. So she is going to compete in the 2020 Olympics with her siblings, okay? She's a Howard University senior. Her and her siblings, Troy and Jayla, they will compete as the members of the Cape Verde National Swim Team in the 2020 Summer Olympics. Um, they also swim in the Confederation African D National Championship meet that was earlier in September, early in September. Um, she said, Pena said, it's not far-fetched three members of one family are going to the World Championships and the Olympian Games. We're not just swimming for our colleges or schools, but for a nation. So we want to do our best. Um, also, Howard University is the only HBCU with the swim team. And additionally, Pina's team is the first one from Cape Verde, a nation off the north coast of Africa, to go to the Olympics. Um, she swims in multiple categories, including the 200-meter individual medley and 100-meter breaststroke. She is a senior, like I stated, a biology major, and her academics are just off the charts, okay? Homegirl has a GPA of a 3.6 or higher. She's also a member of the 2018 Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference, Commissioner's All-Academic All Team, and the 2018 Eastern College Athletic Conference, and Spring President's Honor Row List. So shout out to her, LaToria, Pina, You got it going on, girl, black excellence, and I'm happy for you, and I hope they show you on, oh yeah, 2020 Olympics, so yeah, shout out to you. So I am definitely can't wait to see you, and definitely can't wait to um, see you bring home that gold, girl, so shout out to you. So now, let's get into the topics, the twerk something. Hope everyone's going to twerk this weekend, so you can't twerk no more, okay? Put it on a handstand. Put your hands up in the air. Hey, twerk it, twerk it. Hey, hey, hey. So, you know, I wanted to just start it off with something, you know, so, you know, chill and slight. But, uh, hmm, mm -mm. so, you know, I'm just going to go chill. I'm just going to go chill for right now. So, the chill shit I got for you is... Chili, from TLC, uh, she is advising black women to date outside their race. And listen, listen, it's nothing wrong with her advising that because I was thinking about going outside my race, you know, getting me a little nice rich white man, you know, with some checks, you know, probably, you know, thinking about getting me an Asian, you know, something like that. So... It just sounds like, basically, she has gotten tired of the same shit. You know, hashtag the black man cheating. And, but she said, though, she realized that you are not the one for her within two months of dating. So, it takes her two months to realize that, that they're not the one. Um, so, sis, two months, and you realize that? It, It may be you. Um... Because I don't know how you didn't pick up on the red flags from the beginning. But, you know, who are we to even judge you? But it may be you that has the red flags. But, you know, she's encouraging the women to date outside their race. And, you know, to be optimistic about certain things. And, you know, have a good little time. So, shout out to her. Um, I, I can't. You know really say much you know that's what she wants to do but you know i always encourage black love but you know she got sick of the floyds and got sick of the ushers so you know she's branching off to something else but sis i'm gonna need you to know that that person is not good for you maybe off of the second or third date not no fucking two months okay all right? Now, if these niggas are not showing you who they really are, then these niggas are good then. They real convincing. Because two months is a long-ass fucking time. You basically don't waste it all of your time messing with them. So, hey. um, But one thing we do know, who can keep a man? Always got one. Black China, Bitch got a new man. Her and her toddler are done. Okay, she is prancing around on Instagram with the new man. He looks, you know, he ain't black, y'all. So she took Chili's advice and she's giving him kisses. He's gifting her with gifts. Listen, this bitch keeps a man. She may be a lot of things, but this bitch keeps him. And when she keeps him, she gets everything she needs to buy to them. She's doing great. She's doing great. So shout out to you, Black China. Keep, keep you. Bitch keeps a man um love is season finale so love is has become my favorite show and i think a lot of people are like shocked because you know i'm not really the gushy mushy type i'm always like fuck these niggas like i don't need no nigga but this show has really shown me that love is out there and This show, the production, the music, the characters, like everything is just perfect. And I'm really waiting for season two. Too bad, you know, they left us with that ending. But I enjoyed the season. I'm going to go out here and find me a Yassir. And I'm just going to have me a good, wonderful time. Because now a bitch believes in love. And love is out there. It is. And they convinced me that love is there. And I love it. I love it. I'm having a grand spanking time. So, you know, shout out to love it. Shout out to the love. Shout out to the love. Um, okay, so insecure. Insecure, I don't care what people are saying. This shit has been a little dry. Um, now we're going into... Daniel's insecurities and we're showing how he don't like to ask nobody for help he think he know it like we're getting into that he said if you just don't give this man some ass like girl just give him some already he didn't offered you his whole damn bed y'all gonna be having sex by the end of this episode and if y'all not I'm not watching this shit no more just go ahead and give him some and the same thing that you arguing, and you, you know, the same thing that we seen with Daniel, it's the same thing that fucking Lawrence was going through, okay? Trying to find his fucking self, trying to figure it out. And now we got to figure out if fucking Daniel is a good music producer. But you know what? He did save your life when they was shooting the, shit in the club, so he saved you. He held on to you tight, girl. So you, he held on to you tight. But come the fuck on. I encourage that you give this man some. Goddamn, just give him some. She wanna clean now? You know, she realized credit score is fucked up. She gotta do something to keep her place to stay. And then the nigga was lying because, listen, niggas ain't into, I mean, bitch is not into him. The girl that he thought was into him is into light-skinned niggas. Clearly, she confirmed that. But listen, Issa, just give him some, please. Please, I'm fucking begging your coochie to give him some. Please just give him some. Goddamn. Jesus Christ. So, the Braxton family values are having a lot of drama, good people, and, you know, Tamar Braxton is in the drama, Trina's in the drama, Tawanda's in the drama, but big sis Tony is nowhere to be found, okay? She's still trying to figure out what the fuck Birdman said to her at dinner um, because she doesn't understand him, but they're in love, uh so I remember you know I told you guys in previous episodes which you can check out that they walked off set all of the sisters and the only sister who stayed was Tracy. Tracy stayed. She's still filming. None of the sisters knew so, you know, Tracy is doing promo. She's doing promo with Phaedra Parks. She's doing promo with Flavor Flay. She's doing promo with Tiffany from I Love New York. Because all these people are going to be on the show. These people are not Braxtons, But in order for Tracy to keep this show going and keep the entertainment, We TV pulled out the finest. And the messiest people they can find. And they called them up. And that's what they did. Now, a lot of people thought Tamar was coming at Phaedra. And she cleared it up. And she said, no, I'm not coming at Phaedra. I'm just saying, you know, you on a show about the Braxtons. And you're not even a Braxtons. Your last name is Parks. And, you know, Tracy ain't getting that much money. She's getting damn near as much as the love and hip-hop check. And... You know, it's been a lot been done. It's a lot been said. But at the end of the day, they're family. And, quote, unquote, I quote her. She said, we ain't watching that shit. And, you know, it's crazy because I didn't even know that they had a fucking premiere coming out until my friend told me. And told me to tune in that night. And I was like, oh, damn. They do got a show on right now? Like, what? what is this season about? You know, on the show, they're going to show them walking out and all of that good stuff. And then I was wondering. I kept looking. At you know what's going to be on the show. And they going to sit there and basically tell me. And show me that the show is basically all about Tracy. I just feel that they could have changed the name. Maybe like Tracy takes it all. Or some shit. Or Tracy with the cat. Something. Something to change it. And you know a lot of people feel bad for Tracy. Because she's like the black sheep of the family. And you know all that stuff. So you know. Who knows. But. That's what's going on with them. They always got some mess going on. It's messy. It's messy as shit. But, you know, hey. It is what it is. Um, so. Everybody knows that on Monday, the lowest of the lowest shows came on. And that was the VMAs, um, which we call the Dead Awards. Um, the ratings were bad. I have never seen an MTV VMA award show as fucking boring as that shit on Monday. The people. This shit was so boring that they had to basically. Pool fucking loving hip hop people To be the fucking seat fillers Okay you got Black Ink Crew There you got Black Ink Crew Chicago New York Okay all of them is filling up the seats Um you got Erica Mena you got Mariah Lynn You got fucking Um Brooke from Basketball Wise Right, Ra- Ra- Ali So you got all these Fucking A F List people The are on the F list You got all of them, fill up the seats to make it seem like somebody's dead, filling up the seats, and this shit was trash. Trash. The opening performance, trash. Cardi coming out there faking like she going to show us the baby, trash. Performances, trash. Nicki show, Nicki performance, you know, they had the whole, basically the whole, fan base there to help her perform you know she was out of breath you know i'm saying she got up in there and you know try to correct tiffany haddish about fucking fifth harmony like we give a fuck um i it was so boring like after JLo's performance i honestly went to sleep right i heard ariana grande was good i heard travis scott was okay like it was the weakest fucking award show. Like, after this, they need to cancel that shit. They don't even need to have that shit no more. And this is the time that, you know, we all... Uh, on the fuck Kanye thing. But this is the time we need him. We needed him to be there to interrupt a couple of motherfuckers and shake that shit up. You know, bitches is there dressed like fucking who knows the fuck what. Amber Rose had on some whole shit. I, I-, I don't know what the fuck was going on. Black China barely was naked. She barely made it in because she was too fucking naked. It was a fucking mess. And they need to cancel that shit. Okay, no more fucking VMAs. Cancel it. It's trash. Trash. And it was the lowest VMA in history. And that should fucking tell you something, MTV. It really should. And if it don't, I don't know what the fuck to tell y'all. Like, that shit was horrible. And I can't even talk about it no more. It fucking disgusts me. So, let's just move the fuck on. Um... So, you know, we're going to head head over yonder, we're going to head over yonder, and we're going to look up in the sky, and we're going to see the star, and when we're going to look at that star, that star is going to take us to freedom, it's going to point us to where we need to go to be freed as slaves, we got to be free. You know, Harriet Tubman, she took her time, she crossed us, so crossed that Underground Railroad, she was Underground Railroad, road, or whatever. You know, she, she got us there, she got us the freedom. And we get there, and she frees us, and the next thing we know, here comes fucking Nicki Minaj. And Nicki Minaj, she feels that, you know, in her mind, when she's thinking about everything, Harriet wasn't doing much. She's just sitting there eating rice, looking at all the other slaves swim across the fucking swamp and all this other shit. And she was just like, God damn, this rice is good. Let me get some more butter in the rice. Let me get some more salt in the rice. This rice is the bomb. Oh, you got chicken. Let me get some chicken to go with my rice. This is what, you know, Harriet Minaj was thinking. And her ass has gone crazy. This bitch done compared herself in all shapes and forms to Harriet Tubman. And she done said that Harriet was just eating rice and having a good ass time. And, you know, this bitch just went on a rampage. She has came at Travis Scott because he has the number one album and she has came at the Poor New Baby all because, oh, okay, put your number twos in the air. Put them in the air. Put, Put your number twos in the air. All because she is number two on a billboard. Number two. And, you know, she goes on this rant. She goes on Twitter. She acts a fool. And she even says she called him. So, she, call- she called him. You know, Trav, like, I don't understand. Like, you know, you you so on these merch. And I-, I just don't understand how you so on this merch. And how did you do this? Then, you know, she gets animated and shit. And, you know, she goes into, you know, but... Like, for real, you need to call your camp. You need to do this. You need to do that. Like, I can't even perform how that phone call was, honestly, because this bitch has gotten on my nerves so much this week. I I don't even know where to even begin. Um, All I know is that she's fucking mad because she's number two. All I know is that the people around her Hype her to the fucking sky. They build her up. They let her get out here and look dumb. And the crazy thing about it is that she has been number two before. Pinkprint was number two before. Why the fuck do you feel as high as you are in status in the celebrity world that you have to go on these little ass rants when you are only number two on the billboard? I have never, ever seen Beyonce, Jay-Z, fuck even Cardi B not no person, go off because they're not number one. Bitch, everybody can't be number one. Everybody doesn't fucking vibe with you. We are over Minaj, some of us. Some of us want something new. That's why we got Cardi, she's ratchet. They like her. You're cool. But you took and stole a whole fucking style from somebody and claimed it and said that you never did that. Ever. And started beefing with an idol. You got this fucking queen radio that you claim you're going to tell so much shit to people about this person, that person. And bitch, we know you're only doing this to bait people so you can get listeners. Listeners. Okay, we all have a fucking podcast. We know how to bait people in and listen. You are just so fucking annoying. It's ridiculous. And I don't know who is around you. I don't know if they hype you to a certain extent. But, bitch, you are annoying as fuck. And the fact that you try to compare yourself to Harry Tubman, bitch, bah. Bitch, bye. And then you contradict yourself and change everything and say, oh, it's all humor. You bring for fucking Kylie Jenner in it and say, oh, we don't have I don't have no problem with Kylie. We love Kylie. Bitch, you're crazy. Crazy. And you said you like to go 10 rounds when it comes to the dick. That shit should have calmed your ass down. But clearly it doesn't. I have declared you ass fucking mental and you need some help and you need to stay off that fucking shit that you drinking smoking whatever and you need to just go sit your ass down because sometimes the queen does die the queen does die especially when people are not protecting her and telling her the right things the bitch dies No one gives a fuck, Nicki Minaj, that you have the number two album. Not one person. Not even fucking Drake. And he's performing with Travis Scott. Drake has not even shouted you out and said, hey, go check out my Queen album. He want no parts of that shit. It comes to a certain time where your level of stardom, you don't have to do stupid shit to get attention. You don't have to do the Twitter antics to get attention. Bitch, we already know who you are. You're so annoying. And I just hope you just fly the fuck away and just go sit the fuck down somewhere. Because I'm about over your ass. Over you. And I'm not even a Travis Scott fan like that. Like, I listened to his last couple of albums. They were dope. But this album is good as shit. I haven't even got off of it. So, like, then, you know, boy, your little poor little Ariana Grande in it. And she making little subliminals. Like, look, get the fuck out of here, but You got the number two album. Who gives a fuck? Put your number twos in the air. You made a whole song about it. Put them in the air for her. Put your twos in the air. When you listen to Queen and you're in the car, put your twos in the air. Give her some respect. Put the twos in the air. Damn. I can't even get on with the rest of the shit because this bitch just really put me in a the mood and pissed me off. Somebody in her camp need to get her and take her damn phone away. Somebody needs to hurry up and take her because this is not entertainment anymore. It's goddamn sad. Just sad. But anyway, um, Black Girls Rock um, award nominees honorees um they're gonna Janet Jackson's gonna get something Naomi Campbell um a lot of good people are on that list so make sure y'all look and tune into that um also so rumor control that shut down Idris Elba he said that he will not be playing James Bond he confirmed that on one of the red carpets even though everyone loved it and thought it was a perfect idea and it got so much backlash from it so he said he's not doing that um shit. Jermaine Dupree, Dupree just let the brat perform the whole goddamn uh, so-so death tour because the bitch is in bankruptcy. She ain't got no money. She owe a lot of money, credit cards, uh, lawsuits. She needs the money more than anybody on a goddamn tour. So just let her perform the whole goddamn tour. Let her perform Bow Wow songs. Let her perform Escape. Just let her perform the whole goddamn tour herself so she can pay off her shit, okay? Because the bitch needs help. She's in bankruptcy. Her little bill at you know her little radio station, Ricky Smiley, it's not helping. And she needs some help with that. So, God forbid you can help her and get her together because homegirl needs some help. She needs some help. So, she's in a whole bankruptcy thing and she needs to get it together. Um, And also, speaking of black girls magic, um, history has been made with Simone Biles. Uh, she is doing a damn thing in gymnastics. And I'm proud of her. I'm glad that she is letting her black girl magic shine. And shout out to Simone Biles. Um... You know, we really don't... To twerk something, like, that Nicki Minaj really just covered all of the... Like, this bitch has really been making herself so talked about that it's draining the fuck out of me. Like, I'm so sick of talking about her. It's just fucking ridiculous. Um, so, I hear, I hear that The Hills is coming back in 2019, but without most of the original cast members. So, I love to see how that's going to play out. I don't think it's going to play out too pretty good because I just remember that, um, you know, Lauren Conrad, she wasn't like really feeling everybody there so you know we'll see how that goes i'm not really too keen on all these reboots that's coming back like i don't know they're trying to give the, the new kids something but it's just like okay whatever the case may be it is what it is uh so shout out to that that should be coming you know pretty soon so We twerk. Nicki Minaj really twerked us to fucking drink in the morning. Because I need a cocktail. Just thinking about her crazy ass. Okay? And all this fucking shenanigans she done done this week. So, we just put the number twos in the air, y'all. Just put them in the air while you twerk. And while we twerk out of this segment, put your number twos in the air while you twerk. Okay? Put them in the air. Just show her some love. Put them in the air. So, let's get into what you won't do. So... What you won't do, okay, is come for Madonna because she likes to talk about herself when she's mentioning Aretha Franklin. So listen, Madonna got a lot of backlash because she went on the fucking Dead Awards and she sat up there and, you know, she was mentioning how, you know, back in the day she, you know... Uh, met Aretha and Aretha was this and Aretha was that and how, you know, she went in to say how she used to sing a song of Aretha's and how she basically just a bunch of bullshit. Um, so She basically just kept explaining and talking about herself. But then Madonna clears it up pretty much to say like, look... She wasn't out there to show tribute to her. She was out there to share her story. And she was out there to just let people know that, you know, she shared a part of her journey. And she thanked Aretha for inspiring her along the way. But she didn't intend to tribute her. So, listen, y'all. If she wants to go up there on the Dead Awards and talk about herself and ramp about herself, that's fine. Let her do it. Let her do it. Because guess what? We ain't give two shits about the fucking speech. Not one. Not one. I mean, yeah, Black Twitter tore her ass up. That was about it. But, of course, we expected her to come back and have a whole, you know, sob story to make everybody be on her side again. No, bitch, we ain't throw it. We ain't throw it. You got up there. You thought she was mentioning Aretha or whatever the case may be. And you went up there and kept saying, and I, and I, and I, and I. That's all the fuck you kept saying. Okay, that's it. That's all you gave us was I. I was the fucking word of your whole goddamn speech. So hey. What do we do what are we to do? Like y'all what y'all won't do, don't come at her. Let her talk about herself. She loves herself. Let her do that. Let her have a great spanking time. Let her do that. Because the Queen of Soul will handle that. Okay. So what you won't do is wear jeans to work when you know that you're not allowed to and then get mad when the dress code email comes out. Okay, who the fuck does that? You're wearing jeans in the middle of the week on Thursday and then you get an attitude when a reminder about how the summer is winding down and remember the dress code email comes out, you huffing and puffing and acting all crazy. No, you were wrong all the way. You had the jeans on. This is corporate business attire. How the fuck you don't know that? Come on now, people. Choose these battles wisely. It only makes common sense. Okay? So you can't get mad at that. That's what you won't do. And then what you won't do, Cisco, is sing the thong song to your wife at your wedding. Out of all the goddamn songs you got, Cisco, you sang the thong song at your wedding to your wife. you like, my chest, your shoes, oh please, baby, tell, this is what you singing at the fucking wedding? You couldn't sing it replace, you know, you couldn't sing my life would be incomplete without you, whatever that bullshit shit that you got. You couldn't even sing five steps. You couldn't sing none of that. You sang the fucking thong song. At your wedding. In front of your guest. Hell, you could have broke out and sung the song with you and Maya. It's all about me. You could have did some shit like that. This nigga decided to sing the thong song. And that's what you won't do. You know, I know you want to entertain and give us pure entertainment. But nigga, really? 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 So, you know, bandana, you know... What you won't do, y'all, is come at her because she wants to talk about herself and she wants to uplift all the dumb bullshit that she has done back in the 80s or whatever the fuck she's done. And then what you won't do is wear jeans to work and then get upset when the dress code emo comes out. Yeah, bitch, we're talking to you. You. You wore them. And then what you won't do, Cisco, is sing the thong song at your wedding. Poor wife. Probably was fucking embarrassed. Didn't know what was going the fuck on. And she, I hope she got into your shit. Okay? So, everyone remember, when you're riding in your car, and you're listening to Nicki Minaj, or any Nicki Minaj song, put your number twos in the air. Okay? Put your number twos in the air for Nicki. This is episode 49, Shanghai Chronicles. You can find me. On iTunes, Google Play, and also, thank God now I'm on Spotify. So all of you can go download the Spotify app, search Shanghai Chronicles, click the heart. You can get alerted every time new episodes come up. Also, it's a lot of good things going to be in store for Shanghai Chronicles, so make sure you guys stay tuned. Follow my Instagram at Shanghai underscore Chronicles. Also, follow my personal Instagram at Shanghai87. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Happy Saturday. Put your number twos in the air. Put it in the air while you're twerking. Put it in the air while you're doing anything for the weekend. And I'm out. It's cutting into your exercise time.
0: It's stabbing you in the back nine